This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. ever driven to Georgia? Georgia. Have you ever been to Georgia? How many of you have ever been to Texas? Amen. Now listen. Uh, you'll go and there'll be a sign on the road and it'll say you are entering not just that state but with, with some of them like in Georgia the, easy, uh, the shortest thing. It says you're entering the eastern time zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't see a red laser shooting across the road. There wasn't no gate there or nothing like that. You know? Uh, but even my phone knew we're in a different time zone. If you've ever been to the airport and the flight came in at 845, you didn't factor in the time zone change. You would be scurrying. Amen. But there's a, you can't see that, but there's a change. It's a marked change. Are you listening? Amen. Well, a lot of times with God, uh, you know, you, you can't see, see it, but He asks you to take it by faith, because we walk by faith and not by sight. And there are times when God says, all right, you are entering into and it would be just a different measurement. Everyone say a different measurement. Let me read this to you. Uh, Ezekiel 47, uh, 1 through 7. I thank God that this is a forever word, so I, I don't feel bad that I haven't been able to get very far down into uh, this at all. That's okay. You know, um, I accept that... Uh, I can only take a limited measure. You can only take a limited measure. And we need enough to, you know, uh, get us there. Um, we've traveled many times by car. And uh, usually, uh, you know, a car will get X amount of miles per gallon. Uh, but on the longer journeys, it's just assumed, you know. I mean, we never did strap an extra gas tank to the top of the car. We never, ever did, you know, carry extra gallon, uh, you know, uh, uh, stuff. We, we assumed that, you know, all along the route that there would be opportunity to fill up again. We could get enough to get there. Amen. It's the same thing, you know, uh, with, with God. There are times that with the, these promises are, to, are for the journey. They're provision for the journey. They help. We don't get it all. We just get enough to get there. We get enough to move with God. Amen. All right? You know, but that's the reason why. Now see, now listen to me now. There's no need of you being out of gas anywhere if you've got a gas gauge. Today they call them idiot lights. The Bible says don't call people idiots. But anyway, uh, you know, there are indicators in our life that we're running out or 
We need some more. Amen. Well, the church, you know, this church, I have a purpose for my own life anyway, is that, you know, is that it's, it's, uh, it's easy. It's kind of self-serve. You know, you come up and you hook up and you connect. You get filled up. Amen. You go back out and walk another week with God. Praise God. Amen. You get what you need. But now, don't be fooled that, you know, that you can come on Christmas and Easter and make it all the way through the year now. You know, don't be silly. Don't be silly and think that you can drive a whole month on one tank of gas, one filling up now. I mean, you know, how many of you got, you know, you, you might could, you know, a moped. If you lived in town, you might only have to fill up once a month, but that's about it. And I know none of you got a moped. I know it. You got big gas guzzling lives. I said, you got big gas guzzling lines. Amen. You're bigger than that, aren't you? Amen. I didn't say that as an insult. I mean, you got people for your life. You, you, some of you driving buses. You got to fill up. You only get so many miles per gallon. You got to. Anyhow. All right. Everybody say a new measure. Well, we're in a do now with God, aren't we? I mean, this is just self-evident. There, we are in a new now with God. The now is God's measure. Now God is. I am. See, now faith is. Are you listening? You know, there's a, God is the ultimate reality. It's because you can't see God right now. I mean, you know, you get little, just, you know, increments out beyond the speed of light, and there he is. 186 miles a second. You can speed anything up to the speed of light. It disappears to the naked eye, but it's still there. Wow. It's, just, it's just... Now, now in this funny natural understanding says about God, God's so slow. Really, you're just wrong. God is so fast, you can't see him. Boom. What was that? God. Amen. Like the lightning from the east to the west. I mean, he even has to pause that for you to see it. We mainly go by the thunder, which is after God's already moved. Anyway, nature talks about all that. All right, but we're in a new now with God. Um, Ezekiel 47, now, and it starts with, the, this verse starts with now, now. You know, uh, Whatever you're going to do for God, do it now. If you're going to live for God, live it now. Let's be present, present with God. Let's be present in the present. Let's, put, let's quit putting off everything to someday. Now, I know that, there's, uh, I know that there, is, uh, there are set and appointed times within the now, but you need to understand with God, it's already done. It already is. See, God's already healed you. God's already saved everyone if they'll accept that salvation. God's already delivered everyone. God's already provided for everyone. God's already, the answers for your uh, particular situation, God already has those. All you've got to do is get in that present moment with Him. There it is. And there it is for you in your situation. It, it's not God, trying to get God into our situation. It's getting us up into Him. Amen. Into his present reality, and you'll find out, well, my goodness sakes, 
I am already that. That already belongs to me. I'm not trying to get healed. I was healed. I was healed 2,000 years ago when Jesus took the... Oh, no, but wait a minute. You healed a long time before that. Before the foundation of the world, there was agreement made, and Jesus finished that agreement. And now, are you listening? I mean, you could actually get healed before he, t- he went to the uh, whipping post. Lots of folks got healed. Praise God. Ungodly folks. Amen. Naaman got healed. Anyhow. Are you listening? Now he brought me back to the entrance to the temple. Uh, I saw water pouring out from under the temple porch to the east. The temple faced east. And the water poured from the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then took me out through the north gate and led me around the outside to the gate complex on the east. And the water was gushing from under the south front of the temple. He walked to the east with a measuring tape and measured off 1,500 feet leading me through water that was ankle deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through water waist deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet. By now it was a river over my head, water to swim in, water no one could possibly walk through. So so at, at certain measures we can... It's possible to walk, but then we get into a measure that it's not possible to keep doing like we've been doing. What we have been doing won't work. It's impossible for that to work in the possibility of where we're at right now. The, these are, uh, and he said, he said, son of man, have you had a good look? Well, if he asked if we'd had a, you know, a good look is not a glance. You know, I, I learned this from Pastor Sandy. Uh, she'll go, uh, do I look okay? And I go, sure, you look fine. You look fine. And she'll go, you're not looking. I said, yeah, I looked. Okay? Yeah, look fine. She goes, what color shoes do I have on? Okay. I'm looking now. I want you to have a good look. See, you're looking, but it's not a good look because you're not seeing what I want you to see. Does God want us to see certain things? When he says, have you had a good look? He's really wanting us to see certain things out of here. Well, certainly the overview is of the glory of God, the presence of God. God's working in our life. The man is Jesus. The, the progression of the process, seeing that there's more. There's, there's uh, more and more. There's much more. Amen. All of these things. Um, you know, today I, I think it's important that, that, that we see uh, at four different junctures uh, here, there were, it, you know, the common, the common thread with these is there, were measured, there was a measured distance that the man measured. In other words, there's certain things and there's a certain distance, a certain progress in the, in the progr- uh, process that God has decided that he's looking for faithfulness in this measure. And, you know, uh, no shortcuts. It's a thousand steps. I mean, that's not a short journey by any means. You see what I'm saying? It's not one step. You know, look here. 
uh, I'm going to make a mess of things. I'm going to come in. And preacher, if you got any anointing to you, just anoint me good. Fix it all. Uh, I've got till 12 o'clock. And then I have another appointment uh, with the doctor uh, and the lawyer uh, and the bail bondsman. And, um, uh, and uh, uh, you understand what I'm saying? You know. Uh, no, see, God wants us to follow Jesus and to consistently follow him, to daily follow him, little by little, step by step, day by day, follow his leadership in our life. And he looks to see if we are following him and if we will be faithful in the little, in the next step. Amen? A lot of the focus has to be on the next step. You know, I, you know, I'll ask people sometimes, you'll look at people, and they'll tell you about this fantasy, and it, they call it a dream, but really it's just a fantasy. You know, all of a sudden, they're at, in actuality, they're at mile marker 99, and they think they're at 999. Not at ankle deep, they're, they're, all, they're jumping in over their head. No. The truth is, is that what you're walking in right now with faith and faithfulness and patience is you're at mile marker 99. And we got a little ways to go before we get to the interchange where your life will be promoted and you experience an expansion of the glory of God in your life. All right. Now, it's not for me to judge where, where you are or even where I'm at. Amen. Paul said that. He goes, it's a little thing for, for me to judge you. You judge me. He goes, I don't even judge myself. But what I do judge myself in is that, Lord, I'm uh, um, following you. And I have this perception and this sense of all of the following him does come up. There are these major interchanges where, uh, you know, um, where mile marker 1,000 has been reached and now I'm starting over in something new and it's the next step. And I believe that's where we are. I think in the whole body of Christ that the measures that we have chosen and decided because you get to choose and decide what measure you walk in. Amen. But you're not going to jump from, uh, you know, uh, from ankle deep to over your head. It don't happen that way. That's not what the Bible teaches. Amen. But how many of you would agree that just a little more of God would change everything in your life? I found that to be true. I mean, you know, seriously. <laughs> you know, it seemed like a little thing to say the sinner's prayer. But boy, when I did and I meant it, I mean, it changed everything. I'm still walking in the big of that. Hallelujah. So don't discount this little thing that God's asking you to do, this little step, because I believe that it's, it's you know, it might seem little, you know. This, this is the thing, that, and the deception uh, of the devil, really. You know, even the devil has some revelation of the power of seed. And he is after, he he is after the littlest seed because Jesus taught that he goes, if you just understood the kingdom in the form of the littlest seed, 
He'd go, mountains would move for you. Just the littlest seed of faith. Now, what is faith? Faith expresses itself in, yes, I believe you, Lord, so I'll obey you. I'm willing to obey you. I believe that's you. I'm, I'm willing to obey you. Amen. Hmm? It, will, it seemed like a little uh, thing when we came here uh, uh, ten and a half years ago or so. Uh, you know, sitting right about where Jim's uh, sitting and the Lord spoke to me and said, uh, this is, you're the pastor of this church. And I told the devil right then, you get behind of me. I'm visiting, you understand? I'm just visiting here. I'm trying to keep out of trouble with Dr. Vickers. I don't care much about Bruce. He's all yippee dee hidey hidey k over all the thing. Amen. You know, but I'm going to tell you something now. See, I knew the, the, uh, the Lord spoke that. And, by, and believing that and receiving that and acting on that, I would never, ever have dreamed that I would come to know Jesus like I've known Jesus by simply obeying and doing what he told me to do. You know? And does that have eternal consequences? Oh, absolutely. Not just for my life, but for other people's lives. These are the kingdom things are very different from worldly things. And if we, if we have a mind that's not renew, being renewed to kingdom things, then we think worldly. We just think what the world thinks, you know. Well, what difference does it make, you know? I mean, look, it's hot. I'd rather be at the beach. I've worked hard, this and that and everything. Here's the thing. You know, uh, there's nothing, you know, we, we need breaks and all of that kind of stuff. I'm all, I'm all for that. But, you know, I don't, we don't live for recreation. We live to, for recreation. Amen. The world recreates how the world recreates, you know. Are you listening? More of the same. They recreate the next scenario. I hate my job, hate my life, hate my husband, hate my wife. Hate my kids, hate the dog, hate the cat, hate, you know. Uh, so I'm going to go to work uh, and I'm going to earn some money. And on Friday I'm going to buy me some spiritual help, liquid form. I'm going to go where they sell spirits, and I'm going to imbibe myself, and I'm going to float away, and then on Monday, uh, I'm going to start it all over again. Now listen, now that's a sad thing. How can you say that? Because I used to do that. Amen. But here's the thing. Now I'm not drunk with wine wherein it's excess. You know, now I, uh, I, I drink every day. I've, I've got a well, honey. Amen. And I found Jesus will still turn water into wine. You get down in that stuff, you go, ooh, this is some good stuff. Yeah. Amen. He satisfies. He fulfills. Then all of a sudden, you know, you get so drunk, you're singing songs. Love my job, love my wife. Amen. Love everything. Love everyone. You're happy, happy, happy. Amen. Well, I see through this that, you know, if, uh, that God never, you know, the leading doesn't stop where you're, where whatever measure we're at, God has a more measure. That God has a lot more in store than what we're experiencing right now, no matter how far along we think we are. I've given up, I've given up thinking 
about how far along I am, how far along you are. I've been wrong almost every time. Amen? So, so what I do now is I get up every day and I say, Lord, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to enjoy you. I'm going to believe you. I'm going to I'm going to get in I'm going to read my bible like a normal regular person and I know you're going to talk to me. I know you want to talk to me. And that and that little by little step by step I'm going to walk out of what I don't want to be in and leave, be leaving I'm always leaving something behind. I'm always going through something and I'm always entering into something if I follow God new and more and better. You know, because I'm moving with God. And, you know, God is, I'm never stuck. Amen. I'm not going to be distracted by all the sideshows. I'm going to fix my focus on Jesus. And I'm going to just keep walking with Him. Amen. Every day. Sundays too. Everybody say Sundays too. And, you know, all through the week. See, just going to walk with God. And you, I guarantee you, if you'll follow Jesus, uh, you will walk out. He'll lead you out. I really don't know how to get some of you out of the messes that you're in. You know. The truth be known, I've got my own messes. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not sitting up here saying, I got, you know, I'm walking too. You know, I just say, keep, come on, keep coming. You know, we'll, we'll walk through this. We'll walk through this together. Amen. You know, I don't got it made and poor you, you know, why aren't you like me? That's religion. It's not reality. We're in a relationship here together, isn't that right? If you're walking through something, I'm going to walk through that with you. If I'm walking through something, you're going to walk through that with me. Amen. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, you don't walk with me. No, 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 I do every day. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Amen. I, I bring you along with me when I go pray with Jesus every day. Every day I pray for you. Every day I walk with you. Every day I know what you're going through. I don't know all the details, but God puts you in my heart and you're in trouble. I'm in there with you. Because Jesus is in there with you. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm believing Him that you are going to come through this and your faith isn't going to fail. Your faith isn't going to fail because He's prayed for you and I've prayed for you. We're praying for you. Amen. And that at just the right time, see, I, I'm like this. I'm not going to interject myself into your life and God won't either. You've got to ask me. Amen. And now, I'm not talking about all your personal business, but when you say, Pastor, would you pray for me? Oh, you betcha. What do you want me to pray about? And as far as you will let me in, that's what we'll walk in. Amen. Hallelujah. And even if you won't, now, here's the thing. You know, God will tell me, not in detail, but he'll just say, I need you to pray for them. He'll put you in the heart, and I can't get you out of there until I prayed you through. <laughs> Some of you... I've been a praying you through for a while. And I wish you and I wish you would get up off your back haunches. Amen. Not make me drag you because I can't drag you. You gotta be led. Hallelujah. You don't even slide good in the water. 
Amen. Just come on. Just come on. Let's follow Jesus together. Because where we're headed, and there's a definite interchange. The, just, the Bible teaches, you know, I, you know, I don't believe that there was a gradual, it says, he measured. And they came to the place where there was a fullness of that measurement. Amen. And there does come a place where you need to expect, you know, if I, if, if, if I, and here's the reason why I think some people balk at and stumble around in being faithful to God in the measure they're in is because they really honestly are fearful that there's not more and better. That, that feel like that, that whatever level this is too much sacrifice for my life. You know, I, you know, um, you'll grow through that if you keep on going with Jesus. You, it will give you a place where it's not a sacrifice at all. It's like, you know, man, I willingly, because I've learned to trust him, that anything he's ever asked me to do, he rewarded me for the doing of what he asked me to do. And that reward far exceeded this, the harvest far exceeded the seed I sowed. Amen. But you've got to learn to trust God for yourself. I can't trust God for you. I'm not allowed. You've got to trust God for yourself. Amen. This is personal. It's practical before it's powerful in your life. I know you're just soaking this all in. It's good information. I pray that it's a revelation and it will give you a transformation. Amen. It's because we're in a transition to a transformation, aren't we? Can I say one more word to you? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then we'll close. You know, I've, I've discovered that in the middle of the transition to the transformation, God required a transaction. And at some time in your life, you're going to have to pull the trigger on, you know what I'm saying? I pull the trigger. If you've ever been around guns or whatever, thing, one of the, part of the safety features, it's a, it's, it's a form of power, and it can, it can be for good or for bad. And basically it's like, you know, before you pull the trigger, make sure what you're aiming at. But there does come a point in time when yay or nay, you've got to pull the trigger to release the power. Amen. In a transition like this summer, uh, we're on our way to a transformation, but there's a transaction that is taking place between each person, you know, a, a matter of choice. Uh, you know, uh, we're buying in or we're opting out, so to speak. You know, it comes a point in time when you've got to, when even God will call your bluff in the great, in the great five card uh, uh, poker game and say, you know, are you bluffing? Are you really? Are you really got believe in the hand you're playing? And you gotta put your life and your stuff, Amen. Out there, and we'll all say, God will say, you'll say, Amen. You be, you know, religion loves to bluff. It thinks it's holding, you know, five aces, and there are only four in the deck. They've always got one up their sleeve. <laughs> Amen. We're always making deals with God and bluffing God. God, if you just get me out of this, I swear to God, I'll never, I, you, I will, I swear to God. 
Trust me, I've tried that. Don't work. Amen. God will call you on your bluff. But he'll also call your hand. Uh, amen. But it's transaction time. Don't you sense that in your spirit? That, you know, I'm not telling you anything that the Holy Spirit hasn't been dealing with you about. Maybe broadened or expanded the understandings of that just a bit to make it a little bit clearer. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes it's good to come up a little closer, take a little more time, and get up close enough to see it for what it really is. Amen. Praise God. What a time. What a day. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I bet my whole life uh, on this. Um, I'm in the car, and I know that we're almost there. And, and as I see it, uh, like I said, I'm not going to have you measure me, or I'm not going to measure you, but we're at that change place. You know? And I don't believe it's a... It, 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 it progressively comes up from ankle to knee or from knee to waist. I, I believe that, you know, uh, with God, it's just like the time zone, you know. I mean, in this second, you're in central time zone. And in another second, you're in eastern time zone. It didn't take all that long. It was just suddenly, there you are. Say suddenly. suddenly. There, I am. there I am. Well, you know, that's how the, the new measures would be. The good thing about, uh, about that is, you know, uh, is you've had to walk through. Now listen, hopefully you were in the right direction. We're walking out because you've got to walk through and walk out of one measure before you can walk into the next measure. The good news is, is we're, we're, we're not that far. We're almost there. Now what does that mean? Uh, you know, for those that have decided to follow Jesus and to go, uh, forward with him that means you're going to begin to suddenly experience more of God than ever before a new measure for your life a new measure of grace a new measure of uh, God's presence he's going to say things to you that you'll actually you'll hear things you've never heard you'll you'll uh, um, uh, you'll see things because when God speaks you can see what he's saying amen You'll hear it and you'll have the vision of it. Uh, suddenly, everything will change. Amen. And you'll begin to walk in that new measure with God. And it'll touch places in your life that were never touched before that you need touch. Now, now here's the measuring line of this. Do you need more? Do you want more? He's all our need and our necessity, but honestly... You know, uh, you've got to determine for your, uh, for your own self, you know. And one of the ways to do that is simply this. You know, I look at things and I say, well, you know, this ain't enough. <laughs> you know, this ain't enough. I don't have enough peace. I don't have enough joy. I don't have enough answers. I got more questions than answers. Have you ever heard anybody say that? Isn't that right? Isn't that right? And can any of you use some more of God and His goodness and His glory actually manifesting in your life? Manifest simply being brought out where it can be seen. Hmm? Or is this it? You know? Cause, because here's the thing. We can get all the way up to the uh, thing like they did 
uh, the first generation in the promised land and refuse. You can actually go in and see. Carry back the evidence. Be carrying the evidence in your hands and have an evil report in your heart that you believe. Now, did any of those people get in? No. Is it possible to come all the way up to the next measure and, and, uh, uh, and not get in? Now, let me tell you how they got there. All right? God brought them. He was faithful to bring them all the way. Well, let me tell you how they got to that place. They, had got in, uh, they were in the habit of refusing God. Well, that would never be me. Well, do you refuse God with your Bible reading in the morning? Or afternoon, whenever your time is. Do you refuse God in the little things? Eventually, you'll refuse God in the big things. That's why it's our practice to, to be willing and obedient. It got real quiet in this church right here. But you know, you know what? You think it's this big, it's the big bang, you know, that's going to fix the big mess. And it's not. It's the little steps. It's the little stuff that got us where we are. And it's the little stuff that will get us where we need to go. And we need, to, we need to see God in the little in order to experience God in the big. It's the culmination of walking in all those littles that leads us into the big. God's got big all along, but he's, gonna make, he, he can, he, he's got to have you be faithful in the little. I'm preaching real good right now. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and quit because we'll get to meddling and some stuff you can't hear here. That's fine. You know, that's fine. Uh, but I hope you'll take the step uh, and have the free, you have the freedom to choose. I hope you'll take the step for more. Pastor Ron's going to come and we'll, um, uh, and we'll close this uh, thing out. I don't remember what time you told me I could do the altar call at, but I must be pretty close. Amen. And we're not going to ask you to do a whole bunch of uh, stuff, uh, you know, uh, most of you, I'm sure. And if you're not, if you weren't born again and you said that prayer with Pastor Sandy earlier in the uh, service, congratulations, you are now. Amen. Amen. When you ask Jesus to come in your life and take control of your life, he does exactly that. And if you'll come, we'll teach you what that means and help you discover all the wonderful facets of this uh, of this new life uh, I my prayer for you this summer my prayer for me and it, it has it really is more than just a superficial thing I honestly it is heartfelt and I honestly care whether or not you will be there or not because I know for, God knows if he can ever get you to agree to follow him to there that there things will be different. Some of you need things to be very different. I do. I do. We live in the tension of what is, the reality of what is, but, but the realization of what could be. Sometimes I have to let go of what is in 
order to, to, to reach for what could be. I'm willing to do that. I hope you're willing to do that. But you know, sometimes we're so used to what is, at least it's some form of security, to let go and let God in order to have this. That's what's in the middle, the transaction. I gotta let go and I have to let God. And I'm out on nothing but trusting God that He's good. Oh, I learned in the ankle deep, He's good. I've learned in every measure He's asked of me. Amen. He's good. I learned in the Baptist church and the Holiness church and the Charismatic church that He's good and I could trust His goodness and His love for me. I learned when He, when He, when He called me to go to uh, uh, parts unknown. Most people, when we said, they said, is that a country? It's in the United States, but yeah, it's like a foreign place. Amen. Uh, I've learned that when, God's, when God is moving to move with him, that I can trust him, that wherever, uh, wherever he goes, that's where I'm going to go. And, when he, and whenever he says, well, when we get there, it'll be different. I've learned that I can trust him. And it will always be more and it will always be better with God. And that what wasn't answered here or answerable here. You need to hear what I'm saying because this is the word of the Lord right now. All right. God's saying, what is not answerable here. You've been seeking me and asking me and saying, God, here I am. God, here this is. Here, here, here. And God says, I never intended to leave you here. I've got to take you to there because I cannot answer what you're wanting me to do here. I can't do it here. You've got to be willing to come there with me. And if you'll come there, your answers are there. Because I'm there. Hallelujah. Now what does this all boil down to? My own personal commitment to Jesus Christ. If you go with me, fine. I love you. I want you to. But you have the freedom to choose for your own self. I love all it, but I can only choose for me, but my commitment is all the way, Jesus. If you say there is it, I'm leaving everything, everyone behind, and I am going to follow you. So I'm telling you, we're all at this place, aren't we? Sometimes we just have to acknowledge, you know, and I'm talking to you even today, if you just feel as lost as a goose in a snowstorm. And God just says, you are here, but I need you to come with me today. If here is not where you want to stay, I'm telling you what, out of your commitment to Jesus, we say new jobs, new this, new that, a new measure of commitment to Jesus. And He makes all things new. But first He gets that new commitment. It's the new measure of commitment that brings all of the other measures of new into our life. That's the truth. Amen. 
And I'm telling you, you know, you can't serve two masters. You can only serve one. Either you are going to work it all out, which is the devil's lie. You're on your own. You've got to figure it out. Or we're going to let God put it all together for you. Some of you are so broken. I have been there. Amen. You know, we're in a bad state of affairs when, when, we, when our life has just been blown up and we're in pieces. But I've got good news for you, Jesus. You can put it all back together again. New. Not the same. New. Better. More like he always intended for you. Amen. Maybe we will do a little altar call here. Amen. Maybe you need to just move from where you are. If you are here, and I've just described here for you, and just as a, as a simple faith gesture, come and receive what you believe. Listen, we're, I'm not going to talk to you again uh, before we're there. There's no Wednesday night. Next time the, the uh, youths are going to be here uh, running everything, we're going to let them. I'm not going to say a, 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 a thing. So, you know, um, I hope you'll get on the bus. But I'm going to give you one more opportunity where my part is, is concerned. I want to just obey God where that's concerned. You know, um, I'm so glad a preacher... Uh, understood the principle of this in the little Southern Baptist Church so many years ago. Um, he gave the altar call and I held on to the back of the pew. And afterwards he came back and he said, because uh, he knew I was ready to receive. See, God knows if you you ought to know if you're ready today. He said, let me ask you, son, is there any reason why you can't give your heart to Jesus? Everybody's left. I said, oh, I can't afford to. I said, because you've been preaching that if you become a Christian, you have to tithe. If I'm going to be a Christian, I'm going to be one all the way. And I figured my finances backwards and frontwards, and to be honest with you, I said, I just can't afford it. He said, well, that's not what God's after. He wants your heart, not your money. So why don't you go ahead and get saved? And God knew you work out all those other details. See, I was way out ahead of myself. Heart first. Everybody say heart first. Heart first. Everything else will follow. Heart first. And God's dealing with hearts here today. I thank God, though, that he knew. Uh, and, he, and he said, let's, let's come up here to the front. It's just me and Sam and his wife and, uh, and, uh, and him. And we prayed a sinner's prayer. And God changed everything. Amen. You know, this is a summer of everything changed. If you are ready for that in your life. I'm asking you heart first. Heart first today. Amen. You know, uh, you got you to gotta be free from what people will think, you know. Well, if I go up, people think that things are wrong. Honey, everything in this world is wrong. Amen, amen, amen.
You woke up in wrong. Amen. I mean, if God would gave up, he would have just said, you know, yeah. Adam, that's, that's just right. wrong, man. That's just wrong. Man. I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah. It's just wrong. But he started working right immediately. I mean, you got to embrace the right. You got to get up yes. out of the wrong and you got to put yourself into the right. Amen. That's and that, that's, that's heart first. So just come on up here right now. And I'm going to agree with you. Amen. It's going to be the move of your life. Let's cap off the move of this summer from here to there with you having uh, afforded the opportunity. Don't come because somebody's pulling on you or someone's pushing you or whatever. I mean, you know, let your heart lead and just decide this is for me. But I'm going to, I am, I am symbolically going to get up from here and I am going to, and I'm going to make a move towards there. And I'm telling you, miraculous things are going to happen the moment that you do. I'm telling you the truth. You need a miracle. You just stepped into a miracle. You need a miracle? Let me encourage you. Step into the miracle. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm just going to give a moment here for whoever wants to come can come. I know some of you are religiously waiting for a feeling. Can I set you free from that? Please. Please. Amen. I mean, I'm at the place that, you know, I mean, if God gives an altar call to get pregnant, I think I'm going to, Dr. Vicar said, he goes, his pastor gave an altar call to get pregnant. He said, I didn't want to get pregnant. He said, I just wanted more of God. He said, I get over on the side. He said, God, I don't want to be pregnant. I just want more of you. And I know I get more of you at the, uh, I got to make a move towards you in order to have more of you. Amen. So just get free right now. Jesus, I declare a liberty and a freedom. Lord, we're waiting on, uh, God's waiting on you, honey, right now. Your stuff is waiting on, he's waiting for you to make a move from here to there. Amen. Just get on the road. Once you get on the once you get on the road, I'm telling you what, things are going to start happening. Things are going to start changing. I could not have uh, imagined that I was not the same person that I was here when I moved to there. When I made a simple move to the altar for there. Amen. <laughs> Leave behind oh, no. regrets and mistakes. Well, if you're all good and all in, I'm gonna pray. Pray. We're gonna dismiss it. Go home. You go eat your whatever you need to eat. All that kind of stuff. What a time! What a time. Congratulations on taking this seriously and, and realizing the significance. This little seed of obedience here. Amen. Let me say this, and this it's not a dig in any way, but I, I'm gonna encourage you where this is concerned. Where we're going to there, you, you're going you, number one, you're gonna recognize your need. Alright, but I'm praying that God also changes the desire that you come to church with I can't miss this you didn't just come to spectate and watch other people get stuff but that whatever it is you're going to be in on that amen hallelujah amen
Congratulations, young man. Are you it should, we, we're going to get into a time. You need to be careful because the house is going to be full. It's going to be full of folks that are desperate. Folks that are so hungry and so thirsty. I mean, they won't, if you're not careful, they'll crowd you out. Amen. Are you listening? Because they're so wanting to participate. And now listen, partake of what God's doing. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Amen. And you got to be careful you don't miss it. Because you're going to need it. Amen. Let me encourage you as leaders in this house. All right. Uh, uh, I'm in a more measure now. And I've made up my mind. That more measure is going to be an example to other people. I, listen, I got to be God hungry and God thirsty and God desperate my own self. I've got to, sometimes I don't just come up here for me. I just don't dance for me. Amen. I'm believing for other folks that are watching me. And if they don't choose it for themselves, that's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm making a hole in it and making it easier for them. But I want them to see that I'm responsive to God. I am. I, you know what I'm saying? Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's pray a prayer. Those of you that are out there, put your hand up here. Listen, put your hand up here. Your faith is necessary. Amen. You hear even the, the uh, folks that say, well, we, we play better when the crowds are cheering. We play worse when the crowds are booing. The crowd has something to do with it, don't they? Amen. Aren't you glad God's doing miracles today? Look at all these folks up here need your face scotched up behind them. Aren't you glad God's been good to you? But right now they have, 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 have moved forward for a more measure of the goodness of God. And I'm telling you, miracles are going to happen. I like that there was a little, uh, couldn't have been more than eight or ten year old girl. And she said, <laughs> she's just a preaching boy under the anointing of God. And she said, oh, she said, she said, when you, she said, she said, some of you are here. She goes, and you're going, oh, 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 it's taking so much time. She said, but you know what? If you get up here with God, she, you're going, oh, my God, it's been two hours, and, and we're still here with God. I thought that was good. See, I heard another preacher say one time, he goes, for those of you that are not desperate, don't need you go, oh. He said, but those of you that need a miracle from God and you're so God hungry and so God desperate, your sins, feed me more, tell me more, show me more. I need more of God. Bring me to the moment of a transaction with a God that can transform my life. I am in a transition right now, and it's the transition of my life. Where I'm going, life's not going to be anything like it is right here. I'm done with here. Right now, folks, are making. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.